You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Getting Mindful with Megan. Today we are talking about the niyama called Aparigraha. I'm going to take you back a little bit so that you can get a clearer picture of the history of where this comes from and hopefully it will help you take the practice a little bit deeper in your own life. So you guys ready? Let's do this. A long, long time ago, there was a guy named Patanjali. He was a philosopher in the Hindu religion, and he is the first place, the writings that he wrote are the first place that we see yoga philosophy show up in the world and in Hinduism. And he wrote this script or this writing called the Yoga Sutras. And in the Yoga Sutras, he describes an eightfold path to enlightenment. This is kind of like eight steps to get you to oneness with God, right? I like to imagine it almost like a ladder and there's like different prongs of the ladder. And the very first prong of the ladder is the yamas and niyamas. They're the foundation of the yoga practice. I find this interesting because when people think of yoga, they think of asana, which is the poses and the posture, which is a major part of the, the philosophy, but it isn't the foundation of the philosophy. The foundation of the philosophy is in the yamas and the niyamas. The yamas and niyamas are social and personal ethics that yogis live by. Similarly to the Ten Commandments, they're like love and compassion, non-harming. Like thou shalt not hurt people, okay? That's like one of them, like don't lie, don't steal, um, don't use excess. There's a lot of them. But the one that we're talking about today is one of the niyamas, one of the personal ethics. And it's it means non-hoarding, don't hoard, right? So when I think of hoarding, I think of almost like, wrapping up everything that I have and keeping it to myself and also like never letting anything go. So today I want to talk about the ability to release, the ability to let things go, because something that I found is that this is really hard for humans. (laughs) This is really, really hard for us. We fear letting things go. It's really interesting because we know logically, I think most of us know logically, like, well, if I just let this go, I'd feel better. Like when it comes to forgiveness, let's say, oh, if I just forgive that person, I knew I would feel better. It feels horrible to hold on to it, but it feels safe to hold on to it. This is the same thing with like memorabilia. (laughs) Like we keep it because it feels safe to have it. Oh, I don't want to lose this. It would be so bad if I what if I, what if somebody wants it later, right? We go into those fear-based questions and it feels safer to just keep it, even though it's taking up space and it's making it so you can't bring new things in and it's keeping you from having open space to be able to grow and become, we, we hoard it, we keep it in. And it, this is a very human trait. It's something that we do. But I think that when we're, when we learn how to release things that are no longer serving us, when we learn how to let go, and release and become people who who do this gently and easily every day, our life becomes so much clearer, so much more at ease and so much more peaceful. So to illustrate my point here, I'm going to teach you guys a little bit about my beliefs about self-mastery. So to me, self-mastery is when our spirit, like you guys know, mind, body, spirit, it's when our spirit trumps our body and our mind. And I think that we came here to get bodies because our body and our mind are so powerful and such beautiful tools to help us become like God and to become enlightened, right? But what happens is just like anything, when they get overused, when they become the God, we have a problem and, and it keeps us from God. It keeps us from enlightenment. It keeps us from our wholeness and from our true selves. 
And it keeps us kind of sad. So I'm going to give you some examples. Like you could think of like the body trumping the spirit when you have addictions, like food addictions or drug addictions or anything like that. Another like body over spirit would for me would be like scrolling on my phone because I crave it. Like I almost have like an, a physical reaction like to wanting it. And then the same thing though with your mind, right? Like your mind often trumps your spirit. Your spirit tells you like, hey, everything's safe. You're okay. But then your mind's like, nothing's safe and we're going to die. And then you believe your mind instead of your spirit. And that is the opposite of self-mastery. Self-mastery would be hearing your spirit, knowing what it needs, listening to it, and following through with it and having faith. Now, this is hard for human beings. And I want you to know why. It's because your mind and your body are physical. Like you, you literally are sitting in your body. You can hear your thoughts. It's physical. But the spirit is is not. It, it's faith and belief in things that aren't seen, right? Like I can't see my spirit. I, why is my spirit telling me that? I don't know. I, ha- I can't see the whole picture, right? And so to me, this is self-mastery when we learn how to have spirit trump mind and body. But it's really hard for us to let things go. It's really hard to let go of those thoughts. It's really hard to let go of those cravings and those body cravings. And I've been working on this in my life. Maybe some of you even know, if you follow me on social media, I got off last week because my spirit told me, you need a break from here. You're spending too much time on here. You are distracted. This place isn't healthy for you. And and right now you're doing more harm for yourself and for others than good being on here. So you need to get off of here. And I have done some a lot of self-work when it comes to self-mastery and letting things go that aren't serving me right now this week. So I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about it. So I got rid of social media, which was actually pretty hard for me because that's where I run my business. That's where I talk to people about what I do. And that's how I showcase, you know, my business and how I help myself make some money. And so when I had that spiritual prompting, it didn't make sense logically to me. I'm like, okay, but what about X, Y, and Z? But I had felt that in my spirit and I knew it. So I decided though, like I'm going to trust my spirit over my mind right now. My mind is telling me this doesn't make sense. My body is telling me you like scrolling, Megan. Don't do this. It's really nice when your kids are yelling to have a buffer. It's really nice to have a buffer when you don't want to do the work you want to do to get on the scroll, right? But in this case, decided, no, like I'm going to trump this. Like my spirit, I listen to my spirit and it's a decision every day to do that, right? It's like I had to make a conscious decision. I didn't just like happen. And so I got off social media. Well, it happened to be the perfect timing because a lot of crazy world events happened of following me getting off this last week. has been crazy. And I feel like my mind would have been entangled in it all. And so I'm really grateful that I listened to my spirit on that. I also had another self-mastery moment where I had a moment where I decided I felt in my soul, like I'm eating more food than my body needs. And it's not helping me heal. It's not helping me be enlightened. It's not helping bring me to closer to God. And I needed to stop eating when I was full instead of eating past fullness and making myself sick. And so all week I've been practicing this because I'll want to eat more food and I have, and my body wants it. It's appetizing. It's craving it. I want it. And I have to stop myself right in my tracks and I have to listen to my spirit and have it trump my spirit. I think that as we take care of our bodies, when we don't put toxic things into our bodies, when we exercise, when we move our body, it glorifies God in the body. But just like anything, it becomes excess when we overdo it, right? Like when we, when we make the body the God. 
And all we care about is getting the body to look a certain way or X, Y, and Z, right? And so I have been feeling this urge to let go of certain things and make room for new, better things. And I wanted to invite you guys today as we're talking about this to think for a moment, like in what ways are you currently letting your mind trump your spirit? Or maybe in what ways are you letting your body trump your spirit? What are you attached to? I love this definition of ego. It's edging God out or attachment, identifying, attaching to things. That is your ego. And it does it. It makes sense, you guys. I want you to understand this. Your ego or like your natural man is another way of saying this. Your ego wants to ground to anything of this earth because it makes it feel safe, right? When we ground to things we can see, it feels really safe. And that's nice. It feels good to your body. Like everything about you likes that. You were designed like that on purpose. That's like the natural man, right? But our job is to let go of this earth and seek for something better. I love, I'm, I'm studying, we're, I'm homeschooling. We're studying Native Americans. And in Native American, like spiritual history, they talk about the glitter world. And they talk that like this world is the glitter world. This isn't real. What's real is the spiritual world. And I just love the way they call it glitter world. But what happens is we, we want to ground into it because we can see it and it makes us feel safe. So our work is to exhibit or like exude a lot of faith and trust that even when we let go of attaching to things of this world and we open up and attach to God and things of his world, that that's where the true safety is. But it takes a leap and a big jump of faith. And that is really scary to the human brain. So if you have a hard time maybe letting go of some of these things, if you have a hard time detaching from this world, like your thoughts, detaching from your food, detaching from your phone, detaching from beliefs in things that you can only see and not believing in things you can't see, like that's something you want to look at. And you want to recognize that true safety is when we let go of those things. So you have to be onto your brain. One of my favorite quotes, it's by Buddha. He says, let go or be dragged. And I believe this because as we hold on to things that don't serve us, we literally like get dragged in the dirt. As we hold on to this earth, instead of seeking for a better and bigger spiritual world that is truth and what is real for us, we'll be dragged. We'll stay here, you know? So I love this quote too. It's by, I can never say his name, thick-necked something. Anyways, whatever. It's the root of all suffering is attachment. So I want you guys to be thinking this week, like what am I currently holding on to that is not serving me? I'm going to give you guys some examples. Grudges, food, (laughs) junk. Maybe you're holding on to too much stuff in your house, physical. Because you guys, like you guys know, your mind, your body, your spirit, your physical and your in- intellectual and your spirit all matter. So your physical space, what can you get rid of? What is no longer serving you? Don't let fear keep you from releasing it. It's okay to let it go. So like, I love to do this, but like towels, how many freaking towels do you need? I feel like houses sometimes have like 500 towels. Like no one's ever going to use that many towels. You're just taking up space and it's not serving anyone. Get rid of some towels. Get rid of some Tupperware crap. Get rid of books you'll never read. 
you don't need it. If it's not serving you, you can release it. It's safe. Now we're going to move on to your mind a little bit more. Or no, let's keep going with body actually. Your body. What food are you eating that is no longer serving you? Does it bring you closer to God to eat that type of food? Or does it take you further away? No man can serve two masters. What are you eating? How much are you eating? Is it serving you? Food is fuel and it is so good for you. It serves you, obviously. It keeps you alive. But it becomes a problem when we eat too much in excess. Then it becomes the thing that kills you. So take a look at that. Um, What about physical? What are you holding on to? Your sleep, maybe. I want more sleep. I don't want to get up and move my body. Don't be idle. Like, are you holding on to like your body's rest? Use your energy throughout the day, right? Like, it's not useful to hoard energy in you. It's not useful. Like, use your body's energy, exercise, find something you love and move your body. It so matters. A lot of times, the physical stuff are like, eh. I don't know if it matters, but no, you guys, it totally matters. It's the fundamentals. It's the small and simple things, and it matters so much. Okay, let's move to your mind. Are you believing thoughts that are no longer serving you? Stories from your past about you, about your relationships. What ones, what thoughts can you get rid of? I love this analogy. I was telling my friend, I was like, I just feel a little lost. And she's like, I don't think you're lost. I want you to think of it like this. She's like, You just pulled all the clothes out of your closet and you're about to declutter. (laughs) And you are at the stage where you have all the clothes all around you and they're all over the place. And you have to go through them and decide what you're going to keep and what you're not going to keep, what shirts serve you, what clothes are don't fit for you anymore. And it's not that you're lost. You're just at that uncomfortable space when you're cleaning out your closet. And that's really true for me right now. I feel like I've brought out all of my thoughts. I'm looking at all of my beliefs and I'm examining them and I'm really trying to decide if they're ones I want to keep anymore and if my desires have changed. And I'm really looking at what's real for me right now. And so I want you guys to do the same. Maybe think like, is this thought serving me? Is this belief hurting me or helping me? This is powerful and and. As you go through and you dissect your thinking, you'll find ones that don't serve you. I want to really invite you guys to let them go. They are causing you suffering. So that looks like forgiveness. That looks like letting go of grudges. Letting go of all the stories that people should have been different. No, they shouldn't have. They were doing what they do and we have no control over that. Let it go. It doesn't serve you to think that. I love Brooke Castillo because she says, she says, it's not if the thought is true, it's if it's serving you. And you'll know by the fruit that it provides because thoughts create feelings and feelings create actions. So if you want to change your action, first change your thought. And this is self-mastery, right? So what thoughts are holding you back? And I really want you guys to, to, to play with that and, and see what comes up for you. The last thing that I want to talk to you guys about is nourishing your spirit. So we want our spirit to have the driver's seat. That is self-mastery. That is how we are going to, to become our best selves. How can we nourish our spirit? I think it's by letting go of a lot of things. But then also it's bringing in new and better things. So the way I grew up, it was like, don't listen to bad music, listen to good music, right? Like let go of that music that doesn't serve you and listen to good music. And that's kind of the idea I'm going for here. 
So we just let go of all of those thoughts. Like, what are the new thoughts that you want to think? Who do you want to be? What does your best version of you look like? And for me, it looks like not being idle and lazy on my phone. You guys, I'm dying. I wrote five podcasts this week. Like, what? Because I have so much time because I'm not being idle. I'm not lazy on my phone. I'm getting things done that actually matter to me. And I want to invite you guys to do the same. I want you to make time for the things that matter. Bring in the things that you want. Maybe it's like with that uh, thought analogy with the clothes, like your closet. After we've pulled all the clothes out and got rid of the stuff we don't want, then we're going to go to the store and we're going to buy the clothes that really fit us well. We're going to put on things that feel right in our body, that align with us, that look pretty in our closets. And we're going to really create what we want in our lives. And for me, that's oneness with God, right? And so for me, it looks like changing my thoughts from old stories like, oh, you have to be like this to be cool. (laughs) I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you have to be like this or you're lame. I have to do this or or I suck or whatever. Like, And changing that to like, I already am amazing. So what do I want to do in this world? It's changing those stories to serve us, to bring us closer to God, to become one with him. And that's my mission in this podcast even, is just teaching that concept right there. So you guys, what earth things can you let go of? What spiritual things can you hold on to? These are the questions I want you asking yourself. What toxic thoughts can you release? What toxic food can you release? What toxic relationships can you release? What can you let go of to bring more beauty and positivity and peace into your life? I think this is self-mastery and I think this is the work of a lifetime. So don't get discouraged with yourself when it doesn't go perfectly. It takes time and it takes practice and that is the purpose of life. But let's do it while we have these beautiful tools, our mind and our body to help us grow and become. Let's do the work now instead of numbing out on our phones, numbing out with food and distracting ourselves from the things that matter most. Okay, you guys, I'm so grateful you guys listened to this podcast. Thanks for being here. You guys are my people. As you guys know, I'm not on social media right now. So it would help me so much if you are on there, if you'd screenshot this and share this podcast episode on your stories or with anybody you think could use it. I trust that it's going to get to the people it needs to get to. And so if you feel inspired, please share it along. I will see you guys next week. Thanks for being here. Bye.